huge night of greyhound racing and harness racing in Victoria tonight. George Ferugis on hand to guide us through Melbourne Cup and Boltree's final day at Sandown. Good morning to you, George. Morning, Warren. At least we've got a nice day today. I don't want to jinx it, but it's, it's like a summer's day out here this morning. Yeah, there's a little bit forecast later on in the day, but surely you're not going to have any day like the weather we've seen in the last couple of weeks. Oh, mate, we had to actually move the whole broadcast upstairs because the rain was coming in last week. So, nah, look, yeah, it promises to be a big night. I know all the dining options at Sandown are fully exhausted, sold out. So we're going to have a really good atmosphere on track and... Look, it's something that we've seen uh, briefly since COVID, but I think we're really in the swing of things now. And we've got two amazing Group 1 finals and a support card, Warren, where I think people just... Sometimes we need to pinch ourselves. There's almost $1.5 million in prize money to be won uh, tonight at at Sandown Park. And I think it's testament to where Greyhound Racing is at at the moment. Really looking forward to your thoughts on, on the key races, the, the features, the Group 1s, as you said, but also on the support card and, and the quaddy. Race 10 is the Sports Bet Melbourne Cup, and Plaintiff came up with the, the inside draw. Box 1, now $3.30, going through the market with Paddy Wants Pat, on the outside and the, the pink rug at four forty. Vice Grip at $6, $6.50 for Fernando Mick. $8 for Titan Blazer, $10 for El Dorado, $12 for Yachi Bale, and the outsider of the field, not at huge odds, is, is Zippy Tesla at $19. So the barrier draw seems to have made it a, a real contest. George, how, how do you see the Melbourne Cup? Yeah, look, and, and there's two greyhounds that have really firmed, and they are Paddy Wants Pat's five fifty. He opened now into $4.40, whereas the favourite plaintiff has drifted from two seventy to three thirty. So that's an interesting move there. And Yachi Bale opened to twenty six dollars and is now into twelve. Look, the speed in the race comes from one five and eight. Plaintiff Fernando Mick and Paddy Wants Pats. And look, whoever can get to the front early, um, it's advantage them. It's not to say that it's it's race over because there's some very talented greyhounds in the race. But that early speed battle will tell us a lot. People think that uh, because Plaintiff is drawn on the inside, he should be able to hold the lead there, but Paddy Wants Pats is such a good beginner, he's a clean breaker and if he can do that again tonight um, he's going to go a long way to winning this race and I think that's why the support has come for him. Look, I've stuck with Plaintiff on top um, due to the box draw, he can run a very good first split there is really nothing between Plaintiff and Paddy Wants Pats I think on ability Fernando Mick holds the key to the race because he does um, use a little bit of the track and he's drawn box 5 and the one that I've got a sneaking suspicion on is Vice Grip off box three because he's a greyhound that will get to the line well if he's close enough to them. He wouldn't want to give them too much of a start, but if he's close enough to them, he's a greyhound that absolutely tries his heart out. He's already a Group 1 winner, um, and I thought his form since he's been in Victoria has been very good. But I'm on plaintiff here, um, a drifting favourite, albeit a favourite, um, in race 10 at Sandown where the winner gets $650,000 for the winner. Currently $3.30, as you said, drifting, and Paddy wants Pats the medium of some support at $4.40. If you hadn't played in the race yet, George, and you're looking at that current market, what would be your advice? Well, look, I'm going to have something small on Vice Grip, but certainly each way odds at around $6 and $1.90. I did back Paddy wants Pats pre-post, where I thought that's where the value was. But it's just, look, if, if... if they reverse their boxes, Paddy Wants Pats would be favoured in this race. There'd be no doubt. Because, as I said, on ability, they are almost identical because they run very, very far, a good first split. So, look, uh, Plaintiff's going to give you a run for his money. He's unbeaten off box one. 
he hasn't missed the top two placing from box two, so clearly he's drawn where he wants to be. And sometimes there's that little between them in terms of ability that box draws are all important. So that's why I've got playing upon top. Race eight's the Boltrice final over 715 metres and Moraine Susie from box eight favourite at $2.50 with tab fixed odds. Corboard Magic at $3.40, $4.20 for untapped and then we're $6.50 for stagger out Lee. What are your thoughts on the Boltrice, George? Yeah, look, uh, it's interesting. Moraine Susie and Corboard Magic are two greyhounds who will be getting to the line really, really well. Um, and I think the theory is here, if Moraine Susie can sit close enough, uh, Warren, she'll be incredibly hard to beat. She ran 41.33 last start, which is absolutely outstanding. And if she can get close to anything like that, she will be winning this race. Corborn Magic, the Graham from New South Wales, was outstanding last week. Box draws a little bit more tricky this week, so he's going to have to contend with that. And Untapped is the Greyhound that we expect to be either on pace or in the first couple. She's got a lot of speed. She won the Sandown Cup in May. She's aiming to become the second greyhound in history to win the, the Sandown Cup Old Trees double, which would be an, a, a, a fair achievement. But, uh, look, she's going to want to get away from them. And I'm talking about five or six lengths because Maureen Susie and Corborn Magic will be closing late. They are the true stayers. I've stuck with Maureen Susie just because um, she's the best finisher. I think she's racing with a lot of confidence. So I think she'll be closer up than what people might think. And if she does that, I think she'll be incredibly hard to beat. And they haven't missed her. She was $3, Warren, and now into $2.50 favourite. Would you think that that price is likely to drift? If someone's thinking and listening to you that Maureen Susie's probably the most likely winner, do you shop now at the two fifty, or, or do you wait and hope for a slightly better price? Yeah, maybe maybe she'll drift a, a touch. But, um, look, I, I don't think she's going to drift that much. I mean, she's been pretty solid all the way through. And I think if people look back at that video last week, I mean, she just just killed them and as I said she's fresh off a group one win at, uh, in, at, at the Meadows in the Top Gun she's the informed stayer in the country and I think she'll be incredibly hard to beat and it'll, it'll cap off what's been an unbelievable year for Brendan Purcell of course taking out the million dollar chase with McInerney and uh, this will certainly just put the cherry on top for him Race nine's the sports bet showdown match race between Amron Boy, where she's fast. When markets were first posted, Amron Boy was favoured at a dollar seventy-five, with where she's fast at a dollar ninety-five. Now we've got Amron Boy in as tight as a dollar fifty-five, and out to two dollars fifty for where she's fast. Your thoughts on the match race now? It might shape up and pan out. Yeah, look, they have gone absolutely bang on Amron Boy. I mean, a buck seventy-five into a dollar fifty-five, as you mentioned, and when. If anyone said a couple of months ago that Wow She's Fast would be $2.50 drifting favourite in a two-dog race, um, they would have you in an asylum. Um, and But it's, it's solely based on her last couple of starts where where she's been lacking is her early speed. Remember, she still did win the shootout in 29-20-odd. Um, I've got a sneaking suspicion. <laughs> I've been saying this the last couple of weeks, and she didn't let us down in the shootout, but she missed the kick last week, and Paddy wants passes off and gone. She was never catching him, but... Oh, gee, I'll tell you what, I'm tempted to take something at the $2.50 here. Amron Boy has been unbelievable in the last couple of weeks. He's the first reserve in the Melbourne Cup, so stiff not to make it. Um, and the week before, he ran 29.15 and, and run down a very good greyhound in shipwreck. So on form, I can totally understand why he's into $1.55, but I've just got that little thing in the back of my head saying, well, she's fast, has run as quick as 28.80 here, which is the second fastest ever at the track. Is she going as well? Probably not. I mean, especially early, and that's the thing. But if she can begin cleanly, then it's game on. 
Um, so that's where I'll be playing. I'm certainly not going to have a big go. It's more for the spectacle of this race. It's incredible to watch two of the fastest greyhounds in the country go at it. And look, if the weather holds up, Warren, um, you know, only I think six or seven greyhounds have broken the 29 second barrier. And I think we can add one tonight. Obviously, wow, she's fastest has already done it. But Amron Boy's been really knocking on the door. So really looking forward to that. It probably holds as much. Um, probably viewing power is what the Melbourne Cup does, to be honest, getting these two greyhounds in the, in the same lineup. An intriguing match race, race nine at Sandown this afternoon at just before 25 past nine. Currently, Amron Boy, $1.55. Wow, she's fast at two fifty. And George Faruja just thinking with the overall quality of Wow, she's fast, that $2.50 is a little bit tempting to have a play. Really looking forward to seeing that as one of the highlights of the night. Outside the features, George, we've got the quaddy legs and obviously you've given us your thoughts on, on the group ones, but plays throughout the day and how else we might attack the card at Sandown tonight. Yeah, we'll have we'll have a crack at the quaddy first. My numbers in the first leg: three, one, two, and six. Second leg: six, eight, seven, and three. Third leg: one, three, four, and two. And we come home with eight, two, five, and three. I do like race one, number one. Who told Shorty? Uh, I thought he was an eye-catching placing behind Zippy Tesla in a heat of the Melbourne Cup. He's got a solid record from inside draws, and he's really been knocking on the door. I think he'll go close. His form line reads well. And later on in the program, I do uh, like one. Um, I'll just get it up here. Race 11, number three, Jungle Panther. Yes, he's a little bit hit or miss at box rise, but if he can get the start right here, I think he'll be incredibly hard to beat. He's over a distance that I think suits, uh, and we're willing to have a crack on him. Race 11, number three. Huge night of racing, Warren. Um, We'll have it all uh, on racing.com, but also RSN doing a terrific job covering this um, with some live crosses, and uh, we're going to be all over it. uh, I tell you, the whole... The whole build-up to this race through RSN has been incredible. Everybody knows about the Melbourne Cup, and um, we're going to etch another another gun onto that unbelievable honour roll. Let's hope the sideways rain stays away tonight, George. <laughs> Just recapping, the Quaddy Legs are races 5, 6, 7 and 8. And for those who mightn't have heard your Quaddy numbers then, just recap your, your Quaddy numbers for races 5, 6, 7 and 8 and a big night greyhound racing at Sandown Park. Beautiful. First leg, 3, 1, 2 and 6. Second leg, six, eight, seven, three. Third leg, one, three, four, and two. And we come home with eight, two, five, and three. Great work, George. Looking forward to the Melbourne Cup, the Bold Trees final, the match race, and many other highlights right throughout the night at Sandown Park. Have a great night. Thanks, mate. Happy punning.